When I set out to create a podcast about marketing, particularly online marketing, I wanted to help people get better results from their efforts. It was never going to be about one method being better than another. I don't discuss if summits are better than webinar series, or if ads are better than organic. It's about helping people create or use the right strategy under the right conditions. So, while many have their favorite marketing strategies they like to use and might believe all the others don't work, I try to share why and how each strategy does work. Basically, it all works, when done properly and under the right conditions. You're listening to It All Works. I'm your host, Jason Wheeler, and this is episode 18, Why It All Works. You might be a bit skeptical about my point of view or you think I'm overly ambitious with my message. That's okay. Just give me a little bit of time and I'm sure we can come to some common ground. Things are different now. Almost every single business is represented online now. It could be a website, social media page, or profile. Most of them are curated by the organization or the owners themselves, depending on the size of the business. Small business owners are usually very hands-on with their marketing. This is a huge contrast from decades past. I remember when people wanted to start a small business. It was going to be local because we didn't have the reach the internet provides now. When it came to marketing, well, it was really old school. Your sign hanging outside your door, a yellow pages listing, a few ads in the local newspaper, maybe even a radio commercial, and some flyers. And all these strategies were done with the help of others in most cases. Most of them didn't take much time out of your day. Some of them were one and done. Now things are very different. You need to be in all the right places on the internet and on all the right platforms. You need to regularly create content to gain or maintain the attention of your potential clientele. Now you need to be quite a marketer. You need to fill the CMO position or you're done. And most people can't do that job. So what happens? Most people fail where success was possible. Most people will only be able to do the marketing within their skill set or comfort zone, in spite of whether it's the right strategy or not. And they feel like they have to do something, even if they don't know if this is not the right thing for them or their business. There are literally tons of marketing strategies and tactics, and some of them would be ideal for each individual or business. At the same time, some would not be ideal and maybe even counterproductive. On top of that, there is an optimal way of executing one of these strategies or tactics, and anything less would start to deteriorate its overall effectiveness. And then there's doing it under the right conditions, the right place and time, the right audience. It seems like a difficult task, but it's a combination of a few good decisions in a row. That's not too hard to do if you know what your choices are and how they work to impact your business. But all the choices do work when done properly under the right conditions. So let's have a little bit of stupid fun and talk about flyers as a strategy for business. I have no use at the moment for a flyer in my business. Neither does the courier business I use or the gas station I go to. But it's true, they wouldn't benefit from it, and it would be a waste of time and money. However, if someone owned a local repair shop for chipped or cracked car windshields, they could benefit by going to locations that there are a lot of cars parked and leaving a flyer on the windshield of cars they notice already need that type of repair. That would be very effective, almost optimal. They could try the same strategy another way, and it would be less effective and be more expensive. If they decided to do a mailer to 10,000 local homes, 
it's a blanket strategy that wasn't as specific. What about a dentist that used the flyer in the parking lot of the plaza where they are in? They could hand them out. They could ask their neighboring stores to display them because the location makes them a good choice for regulars to the plaza that live close by. They might not be aware there's a dentist close by, and the other stores would benefit from more people having a reason to visit the plaza, so it's a win-win situation. Yes, even a simple flyer could have a huge impact if it's done properly and under the right conditions. And that's just one little strategy. But now there's so many more, and the same thing applies to them too. Digital strategies are even more complex, and it has not been fun for the beginners and the intermediates. It seems every strategy comes with some technical learning required. It might be a new program or software, maybe a new app or update. So I guess we can add IT manager after our CMO titles. But I stand by my statement. It all works. Ads work. Online summits work. Webinars, podcasts, websites, and pop-ups. Yeah, they all work when done properly and under the right conditions. I keep repeating this because it's the most important message I want to share with people. I'm sure you have seen what I've seen over the past few years. A lot of people are trying to do all these different strategies and not getting the results they expected. They were motivated by someone else's examples and results, and they tried to replicate the whole process. And the reason it ended up being disappointing more often than not is because it either wasn't the right fit done the right way or under the right conditions. The other factor, constant change. It's like fashion. This year something is all the rave and the next year it's something different. And a few years later it will circle back to the same thing. While everything is changing, some things do not. Pants still work. Dresses still work. Skirts work. Shoes work. They all continued working. What happened was they were redesigned to be suited for the present. And to drive the point even further, the fashion brands that led those changes were the most successful. The very same thing happens in online marketing. I'm sure by now you've seen a cycle or two of strategies that have come in and out of popularity. But the fact of the matter is, they never stopped working. They just needed to be updated, done in a new way and for those particular conditions. When online marketing is discussed in an open forum, you get a lot of different opinions. All of them are swearing that the strategy they use is the best way to go. The part that is so right is that that particular strategy was probably the right fit for that one person. Of course they're going to endorse it. Individual experiences can lead us to believe that that strategy is universal, but they aren't. Some of them are marketing strategies that just don't fit your particular business. That is why it's important to find out about your options and understand what conditions they are suited for. If you can make the right decision about that, then you have greatly improved your chances for success. Online marketing can be fantastic. It has a lot going for it. Reach is not geographically bound, and costs are really low at the point of entry. There's a lot of platforms that make it easy to accomplish some free marketing. But once you get beyond the basic and the small free gains you can make, When you choose to scale, there has to be much better decisions made, and the creativity and the logistics have to be better too. Highly skilled entrepreneurs have unfortunately devoted so much time trying to figure out the marketing that they have taken too much focus away from their gifts and the foundation of the business it's built on. I said it before, you're not supposed to become a CMO and an IT manager. That being said, I want to share a story with you, one you can really learn from. 
What I've seen over the past eight years is a huge growth in the number of entrepreneurs that have started an online business. And there were a couple of things that made this move attractive for them. The first is, entrepreneurship seemed like a really trendy thing to be doing. While everyone else was working the nine to five, entrepreneurs were showing everyone else what it looked like to be your own boss. Lots of schedule flexibility and freedom, and sometimes much more money too. The second was they were showing a seemingly easy way to get started and grow their business with some very basic marketing strategies. And they could build that business around something they were very passionate about. Well, there were a number of people who did succeed in the beginning, but as time went on, some of the basic strategies were not working well enough. They became overused. Even worse, they didn't really change much over a number of years. You would think they would have evolved and adapted to the market changes, but they didn't. The people that made the jump into entrepreneurship later in the game were still being sold on the tales from long ago, results from a different time, but a strategy that was the same as it was four years ago. The percentage of people that succeeded was far lower. This is what happens when people jump in without knowing their options. The dream of all that entrepreneurship could do to change their lives was further away because their first attempt was so costly and might have set them back further from where they first started. Marketing strategies must evolve and adapt. They don't stop working. Instead, they stop working well. So things must be done to make them work better. The way people do telemarketing over the phone has changed. The way TV commercials are created and distributed has changed. They had to. And online marketing has changed, and changed at a pace faster than most pre-online marketing methods have. There are tons of marketing strategies and tactics that have endured over time. And they don't disappear. They get updated and re-engineered. It's important to remember this, because I find lately that people believe they are so cutting-edge that they have discarded the use for some of the best tools the internet has to offer. I'm literally shocked when someone tells me they think there is no use for a website or email list. To me, that's insane. But I have to remember that they are saying it because they might have been succeeding without them. However, when I look at their business, the fact is, if they did have an email list or a website, it would not negatively affect their business. It would actually improve it. The point is, there are people who may boast about how they succeeded without certain tools or strategies. But you should keep an open mind. You shouldn't limit your success based off of someone else's ability to juggle with one arm. Online strategies never really disappear. Very few have. I mean, the things I don't do, or do not like, and might even be unpopular, are still around. Pop-ups and banners, both are alive and thriving. They have evolved and updated. Pop-ups have become more intelligent and strategic, more flexible as to when and why they pop up. And banners used to just show up. Way back in the day, you bought banner space on a web page like buying space on a newspaper page. Now there's algorithms that strategically try to place relevant income-generating banners in front of you after they have had an auction in that space of time that lasted a split second between hitting the Enter key and the new page appearing. Both work just fine now. One thing I want you to get from this episode is really to understand the full potential of as many marketing strategies and tactics as you can. Knowing that will help you choose the right one for you and your business, never mind all the opinions of which is the best or the worst. Most of the information you get is very biased, and it has swayed people from making better decisions. Then get to know the latest and best practices to execute those strategies. There are a lot of coaches that have DIY and in-the-box methods that may not have all the latest updates you need. Every strategy must be adapted for each individual business. 
and don't just go through the motions. One of the worst mistakes you can make is just checking boxes while you're doing something like this. You need to make sure it is tailored to you and your ideal potential clientele. I'm going to say it again. It all works, when done properly and under the right conditions. If you want to continue to find out the answers and learn more about online marketing, I hope you subscribe and continue to listen to future episodes of this podcast. And now for making it all work. Here's a little task you should consider doing when you're thinking of doing your next marketing project by asking yourself these questions. Number one, does the strategy fit your skill and ability? Number two, does the strategy fit your budget of time and money? Number three, will it complement your marketing calendar? Number four, is it the best choice to help you reach the targets and goals you have set for yourself? Number five, can you optimize it to suit your business in particular? And number six, can you execute it without cutting any corners? And I would make sure you ask yourself those questions in that exact order. If you do answer no for one of these questions, figure out if you can overcome that obstacle or start looking at other strategies that might be a better fit. As always, I'm here for any questions you might have and I always look forward to hearing from my listeners. You can email me directly from this week's episode page on the itallworks.com website. If you haven't had a chance yet, please subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss future episodes when they are released. If you want to join in the conversation about each weekly podcast topic, you can join the It All Works Facebook group, where I share more content with some of the best members I could ask for. Thanks for sharing your time with me. Until next week, take care.